and I escaped prisoner, Ezra Bridger. Bridger? If Bridger was the shuttle thief, why didn't Callus alert us? Because, Colonel Yularen, Callus is the rebel spy, Fulcrum. He used Liszt's cylinder to impersonate and implicate him. And more importantly, he used the young Jedi's power to gain access to my office and reprogram my droids. Very skillfully, I might add. I would never have suspected one of my best students was capable of this betrayal. And that is why you and so many others have been deceived. I believe Agent Fulcrum will prove far more useful to the Empire than Callus ever was. Once again, Bucketheads, Mayfar Tigar, welcome to another scintillating Bantha Tracks bonus episode of MandoVision, Dark Guy Tom, and we're so glad you're here, because this has probably been a long time coming, <laughs> well, you know, about a week or so. Uh, this episode exists to, uh, and you know, you, you already know everything that happened at Star Wars Celebration, just like me. You were online, you were checking things out, maybe you were watching the stream on YouTube, you were excited when new trailers were shared with us all, even those of us who weren't in attendance, uh, and now we're here to talk about it. And I've been holding off doing this episode because I wanted to bring in a guest, and so I wanted to sit down with our good friend Reagan from the Come On, It's So Good podcast. Uh, he is my, my, my buckethead brother, he is my vote and we are here to, to, to kind of go through everything that was sort of talked about. Obviously, we're going to focus more on, on the TV and the movie stuff uh, because that's sort of more or less what our show pertains to specifically. But, you know, it was a, it was a time to, as like the name said, celebrate Star Wars and bask in the glory of all the goodness that exists out there in the Star Wars uh, uh, franchise. Is that what we want to go with? Uh, so... I was really delighted by, by so much of the stuff that I saw, a, a lot of the, the coverage that I did watch on YouTube. I didn't watch a ton, but what I did watch, I really, really enjoyed. A lot of the interviews with, with uh, uh, the actors, the cast from various shows, and, and from the new stuff uh, to like the classic actors who would do the interviews um, on, the, on, the, on that central stage area. Uh, just seemed like a really cool time. I'm not as much of a convention goer as I used to be, but uh, it, it's Star Wars. I probably would have made the effort if it was closer to home. <laughs> At least this year I would have. But, again, 
if you were there, that's awesome, and I'm super, super jealous of you. And, and please uh, sh uh, share your rad photos and, and, and videos and everything else that uh, you experienced at Star Wars Celebration with us. We'd love to hear about it. Reach out to us on social media. We're at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. And uh, just, you know, make sure you are liking, subscribing, following, and sharing this podcast with all the Mandalorians in your covert. Because, hey, that's the best way to spread the love and, and get the word out about what we're doing over here in Buckethead Nation. Um, and we're glad you're here. <laughs> I think that's the best way to describe it. Let's, I think it's probably easiest if we just get right in to the nitty gritty. Don't need to do a lot of preamble. This has already been enough. We got a, you know, there's like a million things to talk about here. And I suspect our guest is going to have uh, some opinions on a lot of it. So we might as well dive right in. Uh, let's go ahead, link up with our friend Reagan from the Come On, It's So Good podcast, and talk about all the goodness that happened at Star Wars Celebration. So you know what that means. It's time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. Just did the castle run in 12 parsecs. Not if you round down, buddy. Yeah. All right, joining us now via the power of the internet, a.k.a. Skype, our good friend Reagan from the Come On, It's Still Good podcast is here. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good. Uh, greetings, programs. <laughs> How are things going over on the Come On, It's Still Good pod? You guys are still cranking them yes. out. Yeah, one one a week at least. Uh, it's going great. If you listen to this, you can go check our feed. We just dropped. I'm going to get the title wrong. The Bastard Baseball. God. The Battered Bastards. It's a documentary on Netflix about Kurt Russell's dad who owned a professional baseball team in the 70s. Nice. It's awesome. I mean, not to spoil the ending of the show, but. But yeah, it's a real life money ball type thing nice. where they're like an A-level team in Portland. I'm intrigued. In the 70s. Yeah. But I like it's baseball very cool. a lot, so. I'm Battered Bastards of Baseball. Battered Bastards of Baseball. All it, right. That's a little yeah, out of your on, wheelhouse. It is. It was our first documentary. And then uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, and the week before, we just did Fast and Furious, our second installment in our Fast Saga. Oh my. If you want to get some of that going. Is that when they're still stealing DVD players like they're worth something? No, no. This, <laughs> they've, up, they've upped their game. And they were running drugs for the Colombian cartel? Question mark. Yeah, they, they were running around in fast cars. Yeah, I mean, it's in the name. It was the first one that Vin Diesel came back for. After he left for two and three. Oh, I was thinking it was the next one. Okay. The second one, I should say. Sorry, I got to say numbers. All right, whatever. Yeah. Don't. Well, <laughs> everyone can check those out. They're uploaded and ready to go. We're here to talk about 99.9% .9 Star Wars stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because they had celebrations. Star Wars Celebration was in London this past weekend. I assume, like myself, you weren't there. <laughs> I did not go to London, no. Okay. I well, thought about it. Then you, remember, then you remember all the warrants out against you, and you're like, I got to stay yeah. here. Yeah, like, can't get on the plane. Not going to happen. Sometimes you got to be a soccer hool again. <laughs> I'm not going to go down that road with you. <laughs> uh, did you did you watch a lot of it uh, like live on YouTube streams or anything like that, or were you just kind of catching the news as, as it, as it kind of happened? How was, How are you consuming celebration? I was celebration? catching it as it happened because I forgot it was going on. <laughs> it was also the home – last week was also like home opener for baseball here. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So I was a little busy. You know, I went to a couple games instead. Nice. But I saw cool stuff like the Ahsoka trailer and have watched that like 45 times. I have to I have to admit that uh, teaser. I think my 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 favorite element to celebration being in London this year is that when I woke up in the morning, I had eleven hundred text messages <laughs> sharing <laughs> the Ahsoka trailer with me. I was like, oh, this is great! I don't even have to go online. It's right here. Boom. <laughs> Everyone sends it to you. Yeah, it was, nice. It was great. Like the time zone difference worked in my favor, in my opinion. So yes. that, that was strong, 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 strong. Waking up every morning and having people have, have been sent me the texts with with the links that I needed to see. I was like, "Oh, this is great! This is this like this is like almost like having a Google alert set up on your my phone. It worked out fantastic." <laughs> nice. So yeah, okay. So we we sort of consumed it similarly. Um, a lot of great stuff came out. A lot of great information. Obviously, the trailers were the big thing, you know. So you and I weren't there in the rooms. We didn't see some of the stuff they were showing for uh, some of the shows that are still further out, like the Acolyte. And skeleton crew and those things, but you know we got the gist of it, sort of ish, like what they would share at least. Yeah, and, and then the movies, the three new movies. We'll talk, oh, we, we go. Uh, oh, we go sorry, get there. Sorry. We gonna get there. <laughs> but what I wanted, what? what I wanted to start off with the first, uh, is is it's it's Star Wars adjacent, but <laughs> it has some of our favorite Star Wars actors in it, and I'm of course referring to Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, my friend. You told me to watch this trailer. Shut up! You <laughs> you have failed this podcast. Oh my god! I'm so I, I knew there was there was one I was forgetting to watch. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I've seen the I've seen the teaser. All right, hold on. We're gonna hit pause so that Reagan can watch this trailer because I, I gave this assignment you. five days ago. <laughs> I feel like Alfred, you know, in Batman, where I've just cried at the grave. Now I failed you. <laughs> I failed you. You can't redeem yourself with a Batman reference. You're trying though. I, I appreciate that. I mean, maybe we'll be in a restaurant later, and I'll just slowly nod to you, <laughs> so I All won't right. say anything else. <laughs> All right, let's hit pause so that Reagan get his get his act together. All right, and we're back with Reagan's first gut reaction to the Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny trailer. Once again, sorry about that. You know, <laughs> it's a Mandalorian day, so a lot of stuff gets pushed to the side. We talked about this on Saturday, sir. <laughs> Go ahead. What's your gut reaction? Lay it on the people. Uh, it looks great. It looks great. Um, <laughs> can, can this be the indie redemption tour we all want it to be? I want to believe I do. You, you are Fox. I was pretty it. pumped about Crystal Skull as well. <laughs> True, you and I both. And they're just not going to talk about his son. I don't know. We haven't seen the movie, have we? <laughs> Maybe they will. Just Maybe they won't. His his son, who is I guess taking over the the mantle, is not anymore. Whatever happened to that Chris Pratt one? Wasn't he going to do an Indiana Jones movie? I think that's just a rumor. Oh, okay. It was just Chris Pratt's hot right now. Let's put him in everything. Yeah, yeah. And probably for the best because it seems like Chris Pratt isn't as hot anymore. So for the best. But he just did uh, Mario that made like $400 million. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying I don't like Chris Pratt, but I'm just saying. Oh, I was like, he's doing fine. Some people seem to have turned on him, but fair, that, you know, that's a different topic. Uh, it's. I think it looks, it looks fine. This needs to... Needs to be the last one. Let's stop de aging him. Let's actually let Indy go off into the sunset. And if you want to reboot it as someone else, let's let's move in that direction. I I love Harrison Ford. I love Indiana Jones. He's in his eighties. Like yeah. let's let him retire if if he wants to. 
You know, I mean, he, uh, Harrison's on a good streak right now. Like, I, I, I don't know. I know you don't. Have, I don't. Well, I shouldn't say I know. I don't think you have Apple TV, so you didn't watch him shrinking when she was phenomenal, and she could like an award or something for you. It was so good. Uh, and then now he's got this, which looks promising. Uh, and and but the, I mean, but the word is that, is that that Disney wants to sh- shift Lucasfilm's attention to completely just all on Star Wars, nothing else. That's why there won't be another indie. That's why there's that's why they sort of canned a, a season two of Willow. You know, they want Lucasfilm all in on Star Wars all the time. Oh, okay. That's sort of like that's really? that's the rumor. That's sort of the Lucasfilm the is big. You would think Disney is huge. They can do whatever they want. Well, it's like, I guess if it doesn't make billions of dollars, who cares about it? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you something. I'm gonna talk to you in in Reagan and Tom language here. I'm, right. gonna, I'm gonna make a Simpsons reference. And according to Disney, um, Star Wars is like Poochie, and when oh. Star Wars isn't on screen, people need to be asking where's Star Wars and what's Star Wars doing right now. I do do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like Bad Batch ended, and I was like, "You can't end the Bad Batch for a season." Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I should be linking Star Wars to Poochie. That sort of it feels like a negative, but <laughs> beloved character now. <laughs> He's aged well. He's aged well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's Han Solo versus Galen Erso. I'm excited for Indiana Jones. Bring it on. Two Star Wars <laughs> alumni going at it. <laughs> Does Harrison Ford know? He was in. Uh, I mean, Harrison Ford knows, but does he know that Galen Erso was in that Star Wars movie? Also, do you think they talked about it? I'm not sure Harrison Ford cares. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he definitely doesn't care. <laughs> but I just wonder if they're just having a conversation. And he's like, "When I was in Star Wars," and Harrison Ford's like, "You were in Star Wars." I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure Harrison thinks he's in the only Star Wars movies out there. <laughs> Could or no, be. he knows they did something in the '90s that he didn't want to be associated with. That's about it. <laughs> could be, could be, could be, could be. Well, we'll find out if it's any good on June 30th. And I, I, I have to admit, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'm in. They'll just keep calling me. <laughs> That's true. Making me come over. That's right. They're gonna camera me with this one. I, I will definitely have to see Indiana Jones. I've, I've seen all of them theaters since Last Crusade, which I mean, it's only two flicks, but I, I'm in. Yeah, I saw Last Crusade as well. 89? Yeah, I guess I'm on a, I'm no, on a streak. 91? It was 91. 1991, something like that. It might have been 90. Well, was, was, wasn't it 89? No, because that was Batman's year, so I think it came out the year after Batman. I think it was the same year. Then I had a busy summer. Was, then I had a yeah, busy it was summer. it was Batman. It was Last Crusade. It was UHF. <laughs> All right, let's shift our focus to, to Star Wars TV land. There's a million things coming up on, on, on the Disney Plus uh, which I'm excited about. The first little tiny bit of news isn't even about anything that's actually happening yet. It's just that we got word from Kathleen Kennedy that it's still happening. And I am, of course, referring to the Lando show that was talked about like two years ago. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> oh, so that is still happening? I was thinking that. According I was to... like pooching it. Where, where's Lando? <laughs> According to Kathleen Kennedy, it's still happening. And she said he's very excited. I assume that means Donald Glover. Yeah, because Billy also D, Billy extremely. D, Billy D's not doing well. Well, if we're gonna get Billy, I mean, I'd like to get him in at least season one of it. Yeah, I know. I'd like to see. I, I, I talked about like sort of bookending, you know, this Lando series with with this Billy D stuff. So uh, sit him down if now. If 
if the show doesn't open up with him writing like chapter 597 of his, of his yes of the Calrissian <laughs> Chronicles and then it jumps into the story that's all you know it's a one day shoot for him yeah he gets to come in and be high fived and drink Colt 45s can you still get that <laughs> no, I don't know. I hope so you know what? We'll find out. Can. I hope he still can. I don't know if he's on a lot of medications or anything, but you know, hopefully, it doesn't. They they mix okay. Yeah. I don't know how that works out. I'm not a. I'm, I'm sure he asked his doctor what he can mix with Colt 45. <laughs> oh my goodness! But I, so let me let me provide a little commentary because I am excited about the Lando show. I, I I was I'm in. Anyone who listens to this podcast and listens to you and me talk about Solo knows how much I enjoy Donald Glover as Lando. But the funny the. To me, it's funny because this show's still moving forward, which I'm excited about, and I'm glad that it is. But it wasn't that long ago that that, that Bob Iger, who's now come back to Disney uh, and was on the record very recently saying that recasting legacy characters for Star Wars isn't cool anymore. <laughs> Again, clearly a shot at Alden Ehrenreich for his Han Solo. But, you know, but, you know Donald Glover, that's all right. We're good there. Wink, wink. Yeah. Uh-huh. I tell you, Alden's coming in Andor season two. Yeah. It's gonna melt your guys' brains when he shows up as Han Solo somewhere. Well, it's sort of like, you know, we've recently have gotten a, a bit, a bit of a, like a Star Wars redemption tour for a lot of characters and actors who are in the, the prequels. So when will it be time for us to, you know? Well, be just, I mean, Jar Jar had Netflix. to wait 20, 20 years to get this great moment. Yeah. I mean, it's not Jar Jar, but you know, you get what I'm saying. A guy who, yeah, my best, yeah, and he had such a great moment, and that was what 20 years. Oh yeah, 15 for sure. So you know, 2033. Look out, you guys are gonna finally appreciate Solo. I, 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 I uh, let's hope so. But that, that's where my commentary on that will end. But let's kind of let's let's sort of move through here. I'm not gonna ask if you watch the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to be disappointed yet again. But Visions, uh, Star Wars Visions Volume 2 will be out on May 4th. I don't know. How was your – how did you – did you end up watching those? Was that the anime one? Yeah. I have not seen it. Okay. It's I'm, I'm not an anime guy. Sure. And it, they're like, oh, it's, it's not in canon or anything. And honestly, I have enough not in canon Star Wars stuff filling up my brain. Fair enough. I heard, but I listened to you know your reviews of every episode. <laughs> I mean, the, the 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 nice part of visions is like they're short. They're like yeah. you know ten ish minutes. Some are less. Some are more. You know, so it wasn't a a huge commitment. If I wasn't enjoying it that much, it was going to be over soon. And by and large, for a ten minute burst, I was fine. I kind of liked this Elseworlds version wasn't of Star Wars. Tales of the Jedi also shorter. Uh, I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, Star Wars Visions Volume 2, the interesting part about this is that it's uh, global animation studios. So not just Japanese anime production companies, but but ones from around the world. It looks like there's a couple of European ones. Oh, maybe. That's cool. Uh, I don't know the specifics. Uh, I'm, not, I, I'm sure the information's out there. I, I just didn't pursue it. But it's going to be <laughs> here. Before I know. I'm going to watch them. I don't care. I'm in. The, the, I mean, I'll, I'll check out the trailer when it... I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but I'll, I'll check it out, see what they got going on. Yeah, I'm interested enough. I'm, I'm a big enough Star Wars fan that I'm I'm a okay uh, seeing like different interpretations of like the mythology. Um, it, mm-hmm. And it looked, I thought the trailer looked pretty cool. I thought it had some pretty rad stuff, more lightsabery things, which is always inciting. Yeah, I was like, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and then, as you said, they did announce there will be a Tales of the Jedi Volume Two coming. We don't know uh, exactly when that will be yet, but Dave Filoni. 
uh, is involved and will be, you know, making it happen. So that's exciting. Did, did you like the first batch of those? I loved them. They were cool. Is it going to be Ahsoka again? Or is it going to be like um, Petra or, I don't know, um, what was that evil Sith Lord with Dooku who fell in love? She had the book Dark Disciple. Oh, Ventress? Ventress, yeah. <laughs> What's her first name? Asajj. Asajj. Ventress from some other thing I've been watching, apparently. It's in my head. So it was a <laughs> book or something I was reading. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I liked the first season of Tales of the Jedi. It was very like linked to the prequel era. I'd, I'd have more fun if they kind of like went all over the place with it. But that's What if they did one with like Ray and... Like they jumped all the way to the future. Sure. Yeah. I, I think I think Star Wars personally, my personal opinion, I think Star Wars needs to stop being afraid of branching out away from you know the main trilogies. The core timeline. trilogy. Yeah. Like it's it's a big rich galaxy. I'd love to see different eras and iterations and the rise and fall of civilizations and planets that we don't even know about yet. Like I think that'd be cool as hell. Agreed. There's a lot of cool stuff out there. Lots of cool stories to tell. Yeah. Um and, well, again, that's a rabbit hole. I won't go down that. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got him. Almost got him. <laughs> you know we'll get off the rails at some point because that's just how Reagan and I do podcasts. <laughs> yeah. But we're still early. <laughs> or conversations. Like, <laughs> don't worry. You're here on a real conversation, not just a podcast. Uh, that's right. I mean, uh, we, I was sort of reminding Reagan that, that if, if the day and time ever came that we did, like, the YouTube channel show, this would, it, it would be just him and me spitballing Star Wars stuff. All day. Yeah. And like reminiscing about the old EU. <laughs> so fun. I'm telling you, check out Vector Prime on YouTube. <laughs> it's a quick six hour listen. <laughs> uh, it was also announced that there will be a Bad Batch season three and it will be the final uh, season. They're going to wrap what? this puppy up. Wait, Impossible. You, you didn't know that part? <laughs> I didn't know it was the last one. Or if I had heard it, I immediately blocked it out of my memory. Because <laughs> I did. Like at the at the season for two finale, where 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 text like you know ninety you know plan ninety nine, yeah yeah I was never good at following orders and and I said to my TV, but good soldiers follow orders, <laughs> and it got misty and then was later mocked by my brother and his kids. <laughs> Wait, you were mocked by children. I mocked my children for feeling my emotions about a bad batch member dying. Although he's he's probably gonna come back and be fine. <laughs> I they're, mean, they're gonna buck you. They're gonna winter soldier him. I, I did. I do subscribe to the theory that if I if I don't see the body, I don't believe they're dead. So yeah. <laughs> and they had the goggles already. Super quick. I was like, mm. no, that uh, still alive. The that uh, that scientist guy's in a Frankenstein. Him, I think that's that's kind of where my head's at. <laughs> he's gonna be Star Wars Winter Soldier. And they're going to be hunted by like a, you know, evil all in black stormtrooper. They already had that. Those are death troopers. Those are death Something. Troopers. Yeah. Well, while I got you, what I mean, did you enjoy the season of the Bad Batch? Loved it. That was amazing. Yeah. All these that was a great. Season. Even the slow episodes, like was the, was the Pod Race sequel in this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was a good episode. It, you, yeah, I enjoyed them all. The the island, the island with the. The tsunami. Yeah, Pabu. Yeah. I was I was glad that they found a place where they I was like, oh, maybe they're gonna get more clones to come live here and this is gonna become like a clone paradise and then nope. 
immediately that's taken away. You know, and that's that's sort of the, the, the first thing I thought of when they announced uh, that this would be the final season. I was like, wow, there's a lot of um, ground that they can still cover. But I would really, cause I, I, but I really hope they'd spend more time with, with Rex and Echo kind of building this like underground railroad for, for clones to escape. And I was like, I was like, I'd watch that show alone. Yeah. Like that, that could be its <laughs> own show. <laughs> and like, give me more of that. Oh, please. I can't, I really want to see a live version of Rex or I know I've seen it in Boba Fett, but I want to see actual like Rex or somebody. Yeah. And, you know, in one of these, you know, Obi-Wan shows and the Ahsoka show, I think, is probably where he'd fit in best. Well, I mean, if you subscribe to the theory that, that Rex is that guy in the Return of the Jedi with the white beard. I mean, of course I do, but that's all retcon stuff, man. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just say what you want to believe. <laughs> yeah, well, and again, just because it's it's you and me talking, you know, it, it's it. I, 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 part of the reason why I want that you know, kind of underground railroad for clones is because it reminds me of the Karen Travis stuff. The thing yeah. that she was doing That's all I'm, to get the clones to Mandalore. That's all I think about all yeah. the time. Like, we got to get these clones out of here. Know. You know, Cal taught me that. You got to protect them. Got to protect those, those, especially the Gen 1s, you know, because they had the, yeah. the culture the installed units, in them, you know? Yeah. Oh. oh. The Omegas? What were they called? Oh, yeah, so it was Omega Squad and Delta Squad are the primaries that we followed. Yeah, but I, I thought they were like null clones or something like that. Yeah, that's not, that rings a bell. You know, it's funny. Yeah. They they did announce that the the Karen Travis books are going to be in the in the Essential Legends series. And the, oh, nice. Hard Contact's coming out, I think, in May. And it's, it's is gonna... it going to be audioed? Yes. Okay, good. I did also want read that or listen to that on YouTube. Yeah. But that guy cut his up into fifteen minute clips so he could get ad revenue, which all for him. But you cut up an eight hour book into fifteen minute clips that don't stack <laughs> up, so you got to figure out where you were in the book. It's a little frustrating. Sure. It's, a, it's a great book. Yeah, no, the Essential Legends series is great because they're they're getting full, unabridged audio books. Nice. Good. I also went to Audible to see what I could get out of the old Legends, just because I'm on the Legends kick. Yeah, they're all, most of them are abridged, which is a bummer. Abridged, and it's like it, it's a three hour read, and I was like, that book was like, <laughs> yeah, thick, man. Yeah, it's like funny. Vector Prime is a thick book. I wanted to uh, revisit. I Jedi by Stackpole, the one with sure, uh, yeah, sure. Um, oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. Cornhorn. Cornhorn. Thank you. My goodness. But yeah, the the abridged version is like three hours long. I was like, that doesn't sound right. We're gonna skip everything. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a, what is it? The, I have to kind of think because I'm you know doing the long books now. And he's a, he's in like the second or third onslaught. I think it's his book. I think you're right. Where or at the end, minute. like Cornhorn rides off into the sunset. And I don't believe ever comes back. No, I think you and I. I remember you and I having this conversation when that book came out twenty years ago, and like, yeah. oh, he did that to make sure Cornhorn doesn't get killed. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were killed a lot of just random Jedi's all over the place. <laughs> he was like, maybe I want to write that guy again later one day. <laughs> but, yeah, he took his ball and went well, home. He did. He sure did. <laughs> and he was never seen again. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness! Good character though. Yeah, and I don't know how we got there after just talking about the Bad Batch, but there we go. That, that, our first like, real side tangent of the day. Side tangent, all Star Wars related though. All Star Wars related. We did stay on brand at least. That's the good news. <laughs> uh, so we got a, a little, at least attendees of celebration got their first look at at Star Wars skeleton crew. 
Um, this is the show that does sort of they're sort of describing it as like a like a Star Wars mashup of like Goonies and like Stranger Things, with starring Jude Law. Jude Law's the big name involved, but John Watts, who directed all the Spider-Man movies for Marvel, is a t- is is also behind the scenes with this. Uh, how are you feeling about this one? Like the, the little bits of and pieces of, of information that we have. Honestly, I don't like it when they compare things to Goonies. <laughs> Because and I'm not a Stranger Things guy. It's I watched season one and I I pulled the ripcord on it. Mm-hmm. It's I, I have a problem with like young actors and things. That's it's that's I mean I, th- I think that's very reasonable. And and for Star Wars, this is a very different kind of take on on a lot of things. Um, because <laughs> other than watching younglings get killed, how often do we see little kids in Star Wars unless they grow up to be Darth Vader? Yeah, it's like Anakin. <laughs> yeah. he's, a, he's a pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah, but we only see him young for one movie, right? And then he, you know, he's twenty three or whatever for the rest of time. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm intrigued. I, I like that it's sort of set in this Ahsoka Mandalorian time period. Okay, it's another five years after, and it sort of sounds like their adventures are, t- are taking place in the unknown regions, and it sort of is going to somehow connect in with with Thron with, uh, with Thron's return and what he's been up to mm. out there. Okay. Okay. So that, I thought that it was going to be like you know lower levels Coruscant kids. No, it's it's like they. they um, so I, a lot of the talk coming out of Celebration is that uh, the the pirate crew that we were introduced to in the Mandalorian uh, somehow mm-hmm. triggers some kind of an, of an event before their untimely demise. I guess <laughs> <laughs> they did something on a planet somewhere else, and these kids to get away from the pirates stood away on a ship, and then they. It, they just punched in random coordinates and, and w- shot off into hyperspace. And now they're in oh, the so unknown regions. It's like a Stargate universe or Farscape. Yeah, it's a little Farscape. Yeah, I can go. I'll go with yeah. Farscape. You know I love Farscape, so that works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I threw Stargate universe. He's like, I don't watch those shows. I was like, SG-1, Nerd. get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it, I, I'm intrigued, I, I guess is the best way I can put it. Like, I, I want to see where this one will go. It, it has possibilities. I like Jude Law quite a bit, so love Jude Law. Yeah, let's see what happens. Don't know what. Don't know what's on. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I'll definitely get. I'll probably be up. I mean, it's star. It's a Star Wars television show. Of course, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I, th- I think initially it was supposed to come out later this year, but it sounds like it's it's kind of being shifted towards uh like early next year. So we, okay, we, so we, it'll be like the, their March release or yeah, probably along those lines. But uh, yeah. in in theory, we should get a trailer probably in in the fall. At the very least, so we can kind of get a little bit more. Those of us who weren't there can actually see some of the characters in action mm. here. You don't think they'll drop something at the end of like Ahsoka? Oh, very possibly, which would be in the fall. Oh yeah, <laughs> I want Ahsoka like next week or you know after the Mandalorian. I needed to go right into Ahsoka. <laughs> I, so, I we're actually going to. I'm going to be getting the shakes in about a week, so <laughs> you know if you're in Maryland, come check on me. I'm not going to be doing great. <laughs> Uh, again, another panel that uh, that, was, that was there that had a lot of, of, of you know kind of sneak peek stuff, peek stuff for the people that were there uh, was Andor season two. You and I are very public lucky, on our love lucky of this people. Show. Uh, the I think my favorite thing about Celebration this weekend was that the prison costume was like the hot cosplay of <laughs> the entire convention. Did they have shoes on? Some did. A lot didn't. 
<laughs> always wear your shoes at a convention. And Don't. They're just running around the convention yelling one way, uh, one way out, one way out. Uh, it was incredible. Hilarious. And there's like, it, depending on what, what happens if you yelled on program, would they stop? <laughs> oh my god. No, they, this is full on riot mode. Prisoners uh, escaping. Uh, I definitely wouldn't have been yelling on program then, just to see who did it. A couple of them had little floaties on their arms because they were they were getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Andy, sir. He oh. didn't even try. Oh, Keto Boy. <laughs> yeah. We hope you're okay. He's alive. No dead body. Alive. I, I'm with you on that. That I was, mean, but that was my favorite thing. Was uh, I, I forget what day it was like Sunday morning or something like that after work. I came home and I just was like googling like fan videos of them recording the the people running through the convention, that's awesome. yelling one way out, going up the escalator, yelling one way out, going through the coffee shop, yelling one way out. <laughs> It awesome. was amazing. And there are a lot of them. Like there was a lot of people doing it. It was cool. Yeah. Wear your shoes though. <laughs> you're gonna get like you're gonna hurt your feet. Yeah, what are you, Britney Spears? Come on, put your shoes on. Put your shoes on. <laughs> you can yell one way out when you're in your house. <laughs> so yeah, no new footage on, on that, but the the well what Tony Gilroy said is he he sort of expected to be out next year about the same time that Andrew was. So like August ish. Okay, awesome. God, I can't wait. Can't wait. But yeah, apparently the people there got to see some of the first footage. They got to see uh, Cassian looking kind of cool. They got to see uh, uh, Luthen and and some of the familiar Mon Mothma doing things. And and so they got a yeah, but they didn't show anybody that that shouldn't be there. Uh, uh, your boy uh, Cyril Karn was there in the trailer in the footage they showed. Apparently, he's a big muckety muck now. Really, that's the word. Or he's like he's maybe maybe the way to put it is like he's gained some status in imperial society. Let's put it that way. Oh, I, I guess he saved uh, what's her face from right. the from the ISB. <laughs> yeah, by being a creepy stalker guy. Well, yeah, I mean, he, did he smell the back of her neck? Maybe. <laughs> Almost certain that he did. Yeah, you got to pay the toll if you want to get out of this riot. I thought you were start seeing the cheese tax. <laughs> no cheese sacks, no. I mean, if she wants to feed him cheese, no judgment, okay? Clearly, I, spent a, weird... lot of time, clearly I spent a lot of time watching dog videos on the internet, sorry. Uh, yeah, apparently. <laughs> I knew exactly what you were talking about. My whole feed is just pit bulls eating cheese. Oh. We're sleeping in a very warm blanket, and I'm like, mm, that looks like a good dog. <laughs> Star Wars The Acolyte was also on display there with the cast and them again, the attendees getting uh, some of the first look at the footage there. How much do you know about this one? I know nothing about this one. All right. Uh, very bare bones premise of it is that it's set a hundred years before the Phantom Menace. It's, okay. it's the end of the high Republic era. And okay. apparently the story is being told from the perspective of a bad guy. So like a, a Darth Bane. Yeah. Like a, like a dark Jedi, possibly Sithy kind of person. Could it be Revan? I mean, it could be anybody. They haven't said they It's haven't not going to be Revan. We, we don't know anything about this show, really. Or Darth Nihilus or Malak. I feel like that's too too far in the past, unless they were going to like... Wasn't that like a thousand years? At least. The video game? Yeah. I think it was a thousand years before. Yeah. We could change that. Yeah, none of them are... Or, I mean, except Bane. But, Bane's already in canon. Right. But this is this is one of those shows that I'm, I'm sort of excited about, just because, like like we talked about earlier... It's going to be spending some time, like live action time, in a different era, which I'm yeah, that's super very cool. I'm, with once again, I'm okay getting away from the core timeline. Yeah, 
Uh, I'll tell you what the um, oh I'm, I, I want to say her name's Alexandra Hedlund. I think she's the one behind this show. And she, when she pitched it to Lucasfilm, apparently the pitch was uh, Frozen meets Kill Bill. So how's that sound to you? <laughs> awesome. So I've never seen Frozen, but isn't it about like a uh, a girl and like stuck in a palace? Partially, yes. And like, yeah, and then she wants to get out or something. It's about sisters. Maybe I should watch Frozen. But <laughs> since you said it takes place near the the old Republic books, do I have to start reading those now? The High Republic. High Republic. Sorry, uh, old Republic. You may want to because the, uh, she did confirm that a character from those books will be making the leap from uh, the comics and the and the the books to live action. The the uh, Vernestra Rowe character will come to live action like a lot of characters have been lately. So right, if you want to get familiar with with uh, with their jam, I'm, I'll jump into it. I mean, it's it's. All on the Libby. It's all free. I don't know why I'm acting like I don't have hours and hours of free time. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to say too much about Vernestra Rowe because you're not familiar. Um, but something of a lightning rod character uh, in, in in today's culture. So I'll leave it at that. But if that, hopefully that wets your whistle to find out more about this character. Mm. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll check back in in like six months. Yeah, I, I, I I'm There's on the a record. Lot of books. I've, I've <laughs> I'm on the record as enjoying the High Republic stuff, but I have not started Phase Two just yet. So I'm I'm, ho- I'm hoping to get that going soon, because phase they did announce phase, phase three starts in that, January. That sounds intense. <laughs> it's less intense than the Vong books, but they're so good. <laughs> they got little beetles that put off a gas that kill everybody. <laughs> well, the acolyte will be bad. That's another show that'll be out in 2024. 2024. That's never gonna come. Well, I mean, we've already just talked about. Three shows that have been I know in, three shows in between there. And well, probably Look, the Bad I, Batch. And I need Kills all the shows. <laughs> You're so greedy. I am. All right, let's let's the fact get. They to... only put one show out a week is insane to me. <laughs> well, let's get to the main event as far as the television stuff goes, which is which is we got the full fledged Ahsoka trailer, all the goodness, all the greatness, all the teases you could possibly want, setting yeah. everything in motion. They said the words that you and I have been waiting, what, 30 years to hear? <laughs> what, that the, he's the heir to the Empire? Yeah. And I just said it again and still got goosebumps <laughs> from it. It's something I haven't even watched happen yet. It's happening. It's happening in live action. So do you think they're going to do that storyline? Except for Luke, they're going to put Ahsoka there. I mean, I, 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 I very publicly <laughs> on this podcast have said, yeah, they could do Totally do it. They could do that. Yeah. And. <laughs> The, I think that blonde Jedi you see is a new version of Meyer Jade. Obviously not going to be Meyer Jade Skywalker anymore, but definitely a hand of the Empire. Yeah, I, I forget the name of uh, of uh, Ray uh, Ray. What's his name's character? It's like Balin something or other. So they're obviously not going like full on, you know, Joris uh, Seboth, Seboth. Yeah. you know, at, straight up adaptation. Well, they're, they're if they threw it. that name out, they'd be like, nobody. Eighteen people would be like, oh man, Seboth. All right, outbound, outbound flight. Let's hit it. <laughs> I love that book. That was a great book. It was a really good book. I know. I know. <laughs> this is you know, that was a deep EU cut right there. But yeah, I mean, we're get, we're getting the the full on transition of, of of the Rebels cast into live action. We got to see Mary Elizabeth Winestead as as Hera. We got our we got our live action uh, 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 Sabine Wren in, in action. Yeah. Chomper. Ch- Chopper. Come on. Yeah, I was like, yes, it happened. <laughs> 
It's all yeah. real. Yeah, you know, and obviously we we saw on the season of the Mandalorian that uh uh, uh well, I'm blanking on his name, but he's around too. Paleo? Paleo? No. Well, not Paleo, not Paleo. I meant uh, oh, the other guy. I was like, I could kiss that mustache off your face, bro. <laughs> <laughs> was actually referring to hold on a second you're messing with my mind right now <laughs> don't don't high road me you also wanted to kiss that hollow image of him i, I was talking about zeb when he showed up a couple of oh ago on... yeah that i lost my mind to rewind then because <laughs> I, I didn't see what i thought i saw in that awesome top gun bar yeah yeah when when they first when you first saw him, I was like, wait a second, is that just like a, like a random Lasat in, in the... In I the thought room? it was another Lasat. Then, like, then he talked. Then he talked. And I was like, oh, yeah. there it is. Hey, we did it. Zeb's yeah. here, too. So Zeb's going to be around, too. It's it's inevitable. Maybe. He probably just hangs out in that bar all day. He's like, I did it. I did the rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the trailer's great. It's exciting as hell. We only got like a mm -hmm. quick glimpse of the back of Thrawn's head. That's all you need, man. He's there. But... But, 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 at, you know, confirmed at Celebration, Lars Mikkelsen, who did the voice on Rebels, will be Thrawn in the show. That's exciting. Very exciting. Because, I mean, Thrawn's voice is, is kind of like the key thing. Like, you got to get that voice right. Yeah. Or that character yeah. doesn't, doesn't, it's doesn't the, lie. It's the cadence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cadence, the delivery, like, the, the tone, the, the sort of, like, just subtle hints that I am so much smarter than you. He is, though. He's so much smarter. He is, but he's not condescending about it, which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. Well, not to your face. He not goes back face. in his room. He's like, I'm going to look at your art and be like, look how stupid they are. Your art is dumb. Yeah, yeah, you guys are idiots. <laughs> Don't make fun of my art. And then today, before we uh, before we podcast, they, they announced the casting of uh, Wes Chatham from The Expanse as Thrawn's quote-unquote right-hand man. That can, that's got to be a good thing, right? Yeah, it, it can't be Eli. Yeah, Eli Vanto. The, it can't be. The internet scuttlebutt was that initially that it'd be Eli Vanto. I think Reagan's correct. I don't think it will be, but what do I know? I, I think he's the wrong body type. I never pictured Eli a big beefcake. being a <laughs> being a beefcake. Yeah. He I was agree. a you know a supply officer mm -hmm. who also got shipped away to the ascendancy. I, I, maybe that's where Thrawn's been. I mean, TBD. In the books, you know, Arlani's like you know. The ascendancy is going to fall apart if you don't come back soon. He's like, eh, I'm busy. I got to go to the fall. Nothing bad's going to happen there. And then he got space whaled. <laughs> well, I mean, that's always going to be sort of the thing, right? Like, how much of of, of the books are we going to like sort of bring into the, like the live action canon? So it'll be interesting to really see what shakes out. And you know, going back to skeleton crew, it sort of sounds like maybe we'll find out more, you know, possibly about the ascendancy, or at least very at the very least, what the hell Thrawn's been busy with. While he's been stuck out there, you know, watch as as the empire fell with him removed. Yeah. Also, how how far did they go with Ezra? Right. No, I mean, let's see. Let's we see don't even know where he ended up, and I assume that he was just so far. And this is really like the first chance he's got to come back is five years after. You think? The, the, you know, he missed six years or of the war. Yeah, I mean. We'll, we'll find out. Like maybe they're stranded on some world without, you know, hyperspace technology. I mean, there, there's a, a million different ways they could go with this. We'll have to see what I, I'm. Very, I'm very intrigued by it. And obviously, like Ahsoka looks great. Like the action, yes. the lightsabers, uh, the, the conflicts she's having with those dark Jedi. I mean, sign me up. 
Yes, 100 times out of 100. Yeah, and... Make uh, 18 seasons of this show immediately. I, I don't know if he's directed every episode of the of the series, but I know uh, Dave Filoni did say that he wrote every episode of the series uh, because he's insanely possessive of the character, <laughs> mm. my reckoning on that. But, <laughs> I mean, we're going to find out in August. It's not that far away. Once summer gets here, those, those months fly by. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be here, but... It feels like it's forever away. Maybe I should read the Ahsoka book again. <laughs> Before we transition off of uh, the, the television section of things, I did want to get your, your reaction to today's Mandalorian episode, Chapter 7 for the season, or Chapter 23, uh, Episode yeah. 7 for the season just came out. Uh, and I know you watched it probably shortly before you did this podcast. It's the only thing I did before doing this podcast after getting <laughs> home from work. But I need to watch The Mandalorian. It's great. It's, I don't know why people are angry that they're focusing on Bo-Katan. She's a great character. Let's focus on her. It's okay to tell other stories in these shows, and then they can spin off, and then you have a great universe that's really a nice web of interlocking stuff, and it's going to be awesome. Great moments for, for Bo-Katan and Katie Sackhoff at this episode. Uh, Din has a nice moment, too. I mean, th- this show's... Again, for all the complaining, like, then you get an episode like today that brings it all together, and you're like, yeah, this is what we've been working towards. Yeah, the whole time, this this great battle. Yeah, sorry you're pissed off that Lizzo and Jack Black were on it last week. Get over it. I didn't like that either, but it, it was an EU book come to life. If, <laughs> it really if they had drank hot cocoa, I would have been like, oh, where's Lando? <laughs> he loves hot cocoa. Hey, you also got Christopher Lloyd, so, you know, stop yes. it. Stop it. Be, behave yourselves, people. Let's go. I don't get it. I, I'm like you. I don't think they're going back to that planet ever. Oh no! I definitely think they're going back next. Season. <laughs> I think they're done with it. I think they're going to forget all about it. No, they're no next. Sometime next season, right? They're going to be like Lizzo's going to be get on the holocom and be like Grogu. We need a knight of this planet, Plazier Fifteen, to step up and defend us from blah blah blah. And Grogu's going to be like, "What? I got this droid mech. Let's crush it." Okay. <laughs> I do like him driving the. The IG unit. But, like, can you put, like, a, a face shield on it or something? <laughs> something to protect Grogu? Yes. <laughs> it's in the thing's chest where everyone shoots all the time. I've watched that droid get shot in the chest 17 <laughs> times. I'm surprised you didn't go full Mech Warrior with with, with your love of it. Because I know how much you like, like love Mech Warrior. I mean, I have it downloaded on my Xbox. It's great. You get an Atlas. You get a Mad Cat. A little 75-ton Mech. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that takes me back. You want those are you, great books too. <laughs> Michael Stackpole again. Yeah. You wanna you wanna call your shot for what's gonna happen in the season finale? Or should we just like table that and with you and I can wrap up the season later? Uh, the it's gonna end because it, it's Moff Gideon calling out, being like Thrawn ain't here. I should run this shit. I was like, man, you don't touch another dude's rhubarb. <laughs> but get out of here with that man. It's you never rub another man's rhubarb. Okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> Trust me, Moff Gideon's rubbing everybody's rhubarb. Oh, Thrawn ain't liking that. That's what I thought was going to happen in this episode. I was like, oh, Thrawn's going to show up and save the Mandalorian. <laughs> and it's going to make me conflicted for Ahsoka, because is he a good guy? Well, hey, you got one episode left. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Thrawn's going to save the day. He's going to come scooting in on a tie um, intercept, not an interceptor. Uh, defenders. Yeah, his tie defender program. <laughs> All right, fair. Okay, we'll talk. I'm, I'm going to sit you down later, and we're going to wrap up the whole season anyways, so don't worry about yeah. that. We'll save that puppy for next time. I do think we need to talk about, because Star Wars is 
uh, you know, cinematically inclined. Uh, and Star yeah. Wars hasn't been in the theaters for quite some time. Uh, there's been a lot going on on the Star Wars movie front lately. You know, the Rogue Squadron movies have kind of been tabled. Patty Jenkins is moving mm-hmm. on. Uh, people are, are turning in scripts that are getting put on bookshelves to be forgotten about forever. Uh, Kevin Feige is one of those names that jumps out in particular. They're like, nope, we're good. <laughs> and, and, and things are happening. But we got some announcements about some movies. So, so how do you feel about Dawn of the Jedi, directed by James Mangold? Sure. I'm all for them being in theaters. I never thought they should leave. They should at least have one Star Wars movie in theaters a year. I would think so. It's silly not to be. But much like TV and books and comics, more Star Wars is always good. It's I have not reached a saturation point yet. Fair. And it's like okay, just today I read Vector Prime. I've finished rewatching the Obi-Wan show. And I watched the season finale of Mandalorian. That is today where I also worked for eight hours. <laughs> which, which means you were in the bathroom at work a lot. <laughs> no, you. I could listen to headphones for the oh. Vector Prime. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I was, I was yes, I, I would have been a in doctor. the bathroom for six hours. <laughs> I was like, we got to get you to a GI specialist immediately. <laughs> Go away. Obi-Wan's going to save Leia. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious! So it's yes, all for it. I'm I'm glad Ray's coming back. I'd like to. Whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down. Sorry, sorry, I'm going too fast. I I I wanted to ask you, but I wanted to say on this Dawn of the Jedi thing because I wasn't sure if Mm. you got to if you you know Dawn of the Jedi. I didn't read any. I just saw they were doing movies again. All right, but you're not. I wait for video. Any of the old. When they, when they first kind of they started dipping their toe in this Dawn of the Jedi stuff right before Disney acquired Lucasfilm, there there was one book that you can get on Audible, and there was like a, a, I think it was two Dark Horse comic book miniseries for Dawn of the Jedi for like this era of the Jedi twenty five thousand years before the events of the Skywalker films. That look on wow, your so face that's even no. before like Knights. Yeah, it goes back way back before Knights of the Old Republic. Like this I is did like not read that. the beginning. Like they don't even have lightsabers in these books. Well, they have rocks, sticks. They have swords, but like they're not lightsabers yet. They haven't figured out kyber no. crystals. I mean, they, so they have kyber crystals though. Not yet. Well, just I mean, like around their neck or. Well, I, I mean, if you go back and read it, <laughs> one person does. <laughs> yeah. All right. And he has a bit of an advantage because of it. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? He may not be the good guy. <laughs> yeah. Good. I, I like a strong uh, Dark Jedi, Sith Lord, Knight yeah. of Rin, you it's, know, whatever you want to call the bad Jedi. I, I thought, the, I thought the, the novelization they did, uh, the novel Dawn of the Jedi, by, I think it's by Tim Levin, uh, was, was pretty enjoyable. It's very different. It's very different Star Wars than what we're used to. It's, it's a much smaller galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the Jedi are, are, are sort of like centered in like, in like one star system. Um, it's, but it's, it's very different, but very, I don't know, enjoyable, I guess is yeah. that's what I can put. Like, more I, localized. I, or... I, I liked the differences in it from the, the main series. You know, it was a lot of, uh, very new ideas, which I appreciated. The comic book series is great too. If you get a chance to check that out. I don't know if you have comicsology and you can just download them cause that's easier, but 
if I thought about signing up for the Marvel thing, it's I'm close. It's I was reading a couple of Deadpool comics, yeah. like by uh, Jerry Dugan, and and I was like, oh, do I want to keep reading all this stuff? I have to go ten dollars a month, but I can get all the comics I want. So we'll see. Yeah, it's, I want to go to an actual comic book store. There's just none within a willing driving distance. They're all like thirty minutes. Well, I wasn't gonna. You know, you and I were texting about this a couple weeks ago, but I just put it out there. Baltimore Comic Con is coming up for you in a couple Ooh. months. And that's that's juicy real estate to go find some good stuff. Yeah. It's right there by Camden it Yards. Blow, it blow, it's blown up since we were there. Oh, no doubt about it. But it's still it, a good it's, show. It's gotten a little crazy. <laughs> Whoa, crazy, crazy? A little crazy, crazy. <laughs> I mean, when we went, we got to watch Blade fight Snake Eyes, and it was awesome. <laughs> I forgot about that. You're right. <laughs> and there were also like 75 people there. And now it's like thousands. No, for sure. Because they love the comics. Yes. Or, or at least they say they do. I don't know. Anyway. They like to walk around and dress up like they love comics. <laughs> and I get that. I love that as well. Well, there's deals to be found. That's all I can say. Like the Baltimore Comic Con, I always found great deals at those tables. So that might be the hot spot to go for you to find some Star Wars stuff. If you want the physical stuff to hold in your hand. I do. That or should you just come I'm old school that. You can also... I only want that with comics. I don't want it with books. Yeah. I want. I just feel comic books should be held and read and loved and cherished and then like slowly dog-eared corners so they're not worth anything. Yeah. I mean you can come out here to San Diego and, and, and borrow it from my library, but there are a lot of rules. And you're not gonna. I like know. It. I got. I got to go through the clean room like it's an outbreak. It's. It's. Yeah. It's. It's uh, sort of like. It's. it's I got the willies. Don't you hate it when you get the willies? It's a lot like that scene in Mallrats. So get ready. <laughs> <laughs> when you gonna bend the spine? <laughs> oh boy! Don't even start with me. <laughs> yeah. The next movie to talk about is that apparently to wrap up the Mandalorian, there's gonna be a movie directed by Dave Filoni. I did see that, and I thought. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Let's not wrap up the Mandalorian. That's the part of the sentence I didn't like. That was, was the like, part oh. of the sentence I didn't like either. I was like, wait a second. You're going to bring these people back and you're just going to stop? <laughs> oh, I was like, no, this is what we do now. <laughs> yes. There's no ending. No, you don't even need Pedro Pascal there for like 99% of the shoot. <laughs> like, you're fine. The guy can ADR it from his phone. <laughs> <laughs> You just hear the the wind blowing through his hair as he's reading lines. He could do it on the set of Last of Us. I mean, like this is the easiest gig in Hollywood. <laughs> like, just keep it and, going, baby. And they proved it this year. It if he wants to leave or move on, I don't know why he would because he's working like eight days a week, or you know, eight days a year for it. <laughs> eight days a week sounds terrible. It's like that's well, a lot of work, there, buddy. Yeah, that sounds terrible. They could make any other Mandalorian. You could shift the focus a thousand. Just tell me Mandalorian story. Yes, yes, agreed. But uh, apparently, to be specific, this is like to wrap up the whole Mandalorian, Imperial Remnant, New Republic side of things. Now, the only bit of information that I was kind of waiting to hear was that you know months ago I had heard that that John Favreau had already written season four of the Mandalorian. So I'm assuming this there'd be a season four on Disney Plus and then the movie. Yeah. Does that feel right to you? That feels right to me because the movies, they didn't even have a date for it. So it's got to yeah, be yeah. off. It would have to be. They're definitely not shooting anything. Unless they're, they're going to incorporate most of season four into a movie instead. I feel like that would be a mistake. Yeah. 
they they still have enough threads to 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 bring together for one more season of the show. Yeah, you have to find out what you know more about Groku and his his life on the run. I guess. Yeah, I think so. I think it's fair. We don't even know how he ended up with those the no we don't mercenaries. There's, there's still a ton of questions. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I and I, I don't want that answered in a movie. No, no, because the movie will be too brief. Yes. You know the whatever season four is of the show. I would hope, pardon me, uh, would would sort of end in a cliffhanger. And then the movie comes a few months later, so we don't have to wait too long. And then we just like, book in the show. And I'd be like, yes, there it is. Give me that. You know, the movie's going to be like a year after season four. <laughs> you know what? That, that, but that, okay, so hold on. Let, 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 let's go to another successful franchise. Uh, worked for the Avengers. I couldn't wait to go see Endgame. I was... Yeah, but wasn't that a year? It was a full no, year. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it, it does kind of work to make it to build up the anticipation. Because I was yeah, going to punch you if I didn't make the movie theaters that day. That was a built up over years and years. Well, what do you think they're doing here? Okay, I, I'm just. What would their snap moment be? Oh. The perceived death of Grogu. <laughs> I mean, oh no, don't just, let's not even joke about <laughs> well, that. Well, you wanted a snap that moment. Is off I gave the you table. <laughs> no. Absolutely. I'm not. with you, but you want a moment that people are like, wait, what? No, it's over. Wait, where's the movie coming out? No, I'm like, I cried over tech. I don't think I'd leave my house for like six months <laughs> if I thought Grogu was dead. I mean, I, I can't. I got to wear all black every day. You know, it, it was a period. People were wearing black. I didn't, you know. <laughs> That's right. I went Scrooge on you there. Uh, <laughs> I you know again I don't know I I don't know what the plan is but I like not knowing what the plan is too so that makes me excited but I yeah I I kind of want one more season on Disney Plus and then then the movie like like I I guess I just want to you know like in in sports terms pad those stats baby give me more episodes yeah let me see more adventures <laughs> let me see more things happening and I do think you can tell a more a real well rounded more, more thoughtful story over the course of like eight episodes as opposed to like a two hour flick yeah let's let's just keep building this world. Did they say anything about Book of Boba Fett season two? No. I don't like that. No, I know, because I, I kind of want one too. The more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like, I'd go back to that world. Let's see what Boba's up to with Fennec. Let's see what they're doing. Yeah. I'm in. Let's see what's going on. Let's just check in. Let's just check in. Let's see what's up. All right. So, again, other than you and me fan, you know, making wishes as fans, <laughs> you know, I got nothing else to say about that flick, I guess. <laughs> But let's it, talk it, about... I, I mean, it's going to be amazing. Or right, I'm just going to call a shot in the dark. I'm going to love it. <laughs> let's let's talk about Sheramine uh, Obiad Chinoy's Star Wars film that will feature Jedi Master Rey Skywalker and, uh, and, and her resurrection of the Jedi Order. How are you feeling about this one? Great. I, I, I want uh, Daisy, obviously, to come back and be welcomed back into the front because she had such a terrible experience. With the fans. Yeah. Yeah. The fans are turds. We're turds. Some fans were turds. I should say that more like Some that. fans were. Some, some fans, fans are turds. still probably like, probably are. once you get more movies. And like, let's just see them. Let's see what happens. She's not the problem with the other movies. <laughs> no. No. And, you know, I, I've sort of danced and skated around talking too much about the sequels because I have my uh, issues with them. Sure. The the characters aren't the issues in this, no. in in those films. It's it's a lot of other things. No, there's a lot of great characters in those films. But, but since you're here, I want to I want to. Yeah. My first reaction to hearing this news, 
I, I, I sort of, you know, thought the same thing you did. It's like, oh, well, this is cool. You know, I liked Ray a lot. I want to see what's next for that character's journey. But I couldn't help thinking to myself. And I wonder, again, you were in the same age bracket. We grew up with Star Wars in roughly the same way, the same fashion. Mm-hmm. Didn't this plot description of 15, you know, the plot description is something like, you know, quote, 15 years after the end of the uh, First Order, Jedi Master Ray Skywalker and is, is, is bringing back the Jedi Order. Uh-huh, Doesn't uh-huh. that sound like it would have been a really great episode seven for Luke Skywalker to be in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, once again, I am reading Vector Prime, and Luke talks a lot about the book about maybe we should put a Jedi Council together because we just got hundreds of Jedis running around doing whatever they want. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, that was a thing. This is why they kill them all. There's too many doing their own thing. I, I I think I'm just worried that like I'll have this weird mentality, and this is my this is probably a Tom problem, and and mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll have to deal with that on my own terms. But it's like yeah, I want to see like Ray doing cool things, but like there'll always be a little part of me being like, if they didn't blow it with episodes seven, eight, and nine, I could have had this with Luke. Yes, <laughs> and that would have been everything that I wanted. <laughs> and that's that's a bit, a bit of a bummer for me, but I will have to figure out how to get past it and move on and enjoy Ray doing it. You can just hope they do it better the second time. You know, the, with, as, when it comes to the sequel trilogy, choices were made, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah, well, like I said, it, when you don't have one unified vision for uh, for an arc of where you want to end up, should should probably be conversation one before you start making movies. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, it, it you can't help but also think at the same time since they're bringing back Ray. You know, and Daisy got got all poo pooed on. Uh, you know, a couple of other actors got poo-pooed on. That would be nice to see them get a little so bit of redemption. In, I would in, love in to see all, the, the whole band back together. Yeah, bring back bring back Finn. Give Finn some justice. Yeah. You know, Rose. Uh, Rose. Uh, and, you know, I know everyone loves Oscar Isaacs, but, you know, Poe could go out a little bit better, too, than, than where we left him at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Yep. Like, it'd be, it'd be nice to see them all kind of come back for this one and, and see where they're all at. And, 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 again, hopefully it's something that, I don't want to say like happy necessarily, but like does just does the characters more justice? Yeah, Ser- serves them better, advances their story uh, in more logical ways, more more thoughtful ways, as opposed to what we had gotten. Um, I guess my concern is that this is also the same script that Lindelof turned in and then walked away from after he turned it in. So I don't know <laughs> what the hell's going on with this movie. How many Palpatines come back from the dead in this one? <laughs> I again, that's you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not necessarily like in favor of like ignoring or not talking about things, but I'd be okay if they ignored and not talked about that ever again. You don't want to mention that she's a Palpatine. <laughs> you know, a while ago I, I pitched you on the idea of checking out that Shadow of the Sith book because it sort yeah. of, it sort of yeah, retcons yeah. a lot of things. And it, you know, at the end of the day, like as much as I did enjoy that book, it still is like, <sighs> but Palpatine's still around at the end of it. <laughs> Still kind yeah. of bums me out. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know if you got around to checking it out or not. So I haven't checked that one out yet. No. But it, it actually flushes out Ray's journey a little bit more because uh, uh, her as a child is a, is a decent chunk of it. So yeah, it, it's I stopped poking my nose around that era, like the aftermath books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've read those and I was like, okay, I've seen the movies. I've read the aftermath books. There's some things I like. There's a lot I was like, oh, 
Yeah. This is the worst parts of the EU yeah, on yeah. steroids right now. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, maybe I'm just too old. Yeah. And this is for like a younger generation. And I'll let them have their aftermath books. And I, I think I've, I think I've said on the show that I'm not a huge fan of the aftermath books, but I did like the one that Claudia Gray wrote called Bloodlines about Princess Leia. I don't think I read that one. That one's worth checking out. Very much worth checking out. Um, I don't know if I should say spoilers about it or not. But, I mean, the name kind of gives away. Let's just, let's just put it on front street. If you haven't read the book and you don't want to hear it, spoilers. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. But at some point in the book, uh, the word gets out about who Princess Leia's dad is. And uh, people have a reaction. Sure. <laughs> it's interesting. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's dead. She can't help who her dad is. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, but it, I mean, how? I mean, listen, I loved your dad. Your dad's a great guy, <laughs> but he wasn't like a tyrant of the galaxy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. At least I don't think he was. Did he have a side gig that I'm not aware of? I mean, we we don't talk about what's in the past is in the past. All right. <laughs> the Empire ran a lot of things really well. Did you not see? How much production their prisons got? <laughs> like that's got to help labor for everything. He totally. <laughs> I mean, a lot of it was going to one place. <laughs> a lot of funds for one project, you know. <laughs> they weren't building the uh, intergalactic stop signs like I was hoping. It was actually for the Death Star. Surprise, surprise. But yeah, that's <laughs> the big movie stuff. I don't know. It's great. It's. I, I'm excited because I want Star Wars in theaters. I. Don't, I don't want them to stop making the TV. I want all the Star Wars. Yeah, and and I'll be honest, I I've, I've sort of, I'm sort of at this weird place where I'm having a hard time getting motivated to go to the movies right now. Yeah, me Star too. Star Wars would do it. Star Wars would get me there. That puts butts in the seat. Yeah, Star Wars would do it. What about Guardians? You going to Guardians in theaters? I will see Guardians because at this point I'm I, I bleed for the Guardians. Yeah, okay. But I could not get motivated. You were poo-pooing on the Marvels earlier. I couldn't get excited to go see Ant-Man. I'm not, like, super fired up about the Marvels or I did, even I did Secret see that. Yeah, I saw the Ant-Man theaters. That was good. I, I just... I, th- this phase of Marvel has sort of... Um, worn, me down, worn me down a little bit. Worn me down a little bit. Like, I love the Spider-Man flicks, but, like, most of them have been kind of like, meh. Yeah, I've been like that on a lot of the Marvel movies since I mean, the... the since Endgame. Again, I did. I did. But like, I knew it was going to be a lull. Like, yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I, I love No Way Home, but like the best like cinematic experience I had last year uh, was, was seeing Top Gun. Top Gun in theaters was incredible. Missed out on theaters, but it was incredible in my basement. <laughs> That's a great flick. It was so good. <laughs> and, uh, it, and it was kind of Star Warsy, so I was in. I was like, they're doing the yeah. Death Star run. <laughs> yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> Yeah, no, so, no one ever so, was, no one ever said like, you know, uh, they know we're coming. <laughs> There's no, it's a trap. No. If but, John Hammond yelled, "It's a trap," inside. Well, uh, Charles Purnell was in Top Gun: Maverick, and it was in The Mandalorian today. So there you go, bada boom, bada bing. Oh, he was one of those guys who just magically survived on the planet. Yeah, he had the the big hair. Yeah. <laughs> 
which looked the ones I thought were villains. I I really thought they were going to bait and switch and take everything over and be like, ha ha, we're the true Mandalorians. We take everything. But how bad would you feel if you found out one of them was named Calcarada? You'd lose it. You'd lose it. Once again, I'd kiss that dude's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Right on the mouth. I'd be like, yes. Oh, my voter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is is like Star Wars is going to get my butt in the seats. I'm, I'm absolutely that'll get me hey. going. You know, maybe I'm just a little burned on Marvel right now after 20 plus films. Um, do you see John Wick? No, Four. but to be fair, I haven't seen any John Wick in theaters. I've always oh, watched you're missing out. I'm gonna try and go this week and see John Wick 4 because I have been being a lazy person. Also, part of the problem is, is like since the holidays, um, my work schedule has not been great for allowing movie theater going time. That does change in the summer, we'll see how it works out. Like they're dying, man. You gotta save the movie theaters. I'd really rather just put it on my TV. It'd be I'll, I'll pay the twenty bucks. <laughs> I know. It's just it's the same. Like it. I just get so upset with whoever's around me. I'm just like, why are you making noise? Why are you on your phone? Why can't you shut up? <laughs> That's true. I tell you, rent in a theater. That's the way to go. The way we saw Dune was the best. Listen, the writing's been on the wall for a while. I'm turning into a cranky old man. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> You've read the tea leaves, and you're like, you know what? I am. I do hate everything. Again, I know you don't have the Apple TV, but I am Roy Kent. I just say the F word a lot and grumble. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't get it because I don't want another streaming service. So I just shake my fist at that, like, streaming. <laughs> <laughs> you need to find a cellular phone company that provides you free service for all these things. That helps me a lot. I mean, they've all. I, we did have it free for a year. Nice. We never turned it on one time. You like they it. gave it to us, and we we're like, do we you, said no. Do we you know there's a movie on there about Tetris right now? Come on. Yeah. Get your I, head know, I saw. I saw. Oh, is that a, is that in theaters? No, it's the an Apple movie. movie. Apple movie. Oh, never gonna see it. And that new Chris Evans movie. Chris Evans movie is an Apple Apple Plus movie too. Come on, get with it. I know. I'll just stay with my Netflix movies that are like. Meh. I watched the Extractor Two. I was gonna say Extraction Two is coming out. There you go. Yeah, yeah, Extraction Two, not the Extractor Two. <laughs> you know, maybe he's a dentist he's a in dentist. this way. You don't know. <laughs> Sir Isaac Yankum, DDS. <laughs> now he's a wrestling reference. All, All right. <laughs> now we're beginning to get a little off the rails. Here we go. Okay. Well, before we lock up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you got? I was gonna say. What back, do you got? Back to Ahsoka, Bring real it. quick. I forgot. I wanted to make a point. I wanted to get it on record. Let's do it. Because. They, they say heir to the empire, where a big plot point to that was a cloned uh, army. What they originally wanted to do was clone Obi Wan. Oh yeah, Lucas shut that down. Yes, Hayden has been is in this show. What are the odds he is the clone, the crazy clone that they figured out? I mean, that would be that would shatter the internet into a million pieces. It would be amazing and if it, they yeah, made a crazy if I he got to be play and like. Young Anakin again. I, no I, flashbacks. And you could kill him at the end of this. It's fine. It's, 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 I, I am sort of torn on it because I, I understand why in, in the early 90s, Lucasfilm said no to doing it with Obi-Wan. I, I get it and mm-hmm. I sort of respect it. And I sort of understand why they wouldn't do that with Anakin, but it's a very different age and era, you know, and, uh, this would send the fandom. Uh, this could be like a massive lightning rod for the fandom. There, you know, you yeah. have pro or con against it. I don't know. 
But yeah, I mean, how shattering would it be for Ahsoka to have to square off against Anakin Skywalker? That'd be huge. Yeah, and it, I mean, she has technically as Darth Vader. She's right. already fought him. Right, but again, you at that point, you think you put this behind you. I, I think. Yeah, and then it's another version. It's well, not an injured version. It is classic. But this is sort of this is sort of like the tightrope that I, issue that I have as a, as a fan is is that like. I, I don't want to go to these wells very too often. Like we, we can't kind of keep going back to the same things over and over again. It's, it's a tad frustrating because mm-hmm. it, it is sort of like the franchise not getting past certain moments, certain characters. So I, I, I think that's why I'd be um, reluctant to embrace it. But at the same time, like uh, just the emotional reaction I'd have to it, like I'd, I'd feel it. I'd feel yeah, it. I'd, I'd, I'd I be... think I would prefer it over like a force ghost because we, we've seen that. Or a flashback, because we, we just saw that in Obi-Wan. Sure. So I, yeah. I just thought it would be something different. Yeah, and, and, and they and maybe were... Maybe it's a clone of Luke Skywalker well, again, because from... they got his hand from Cloud City. <laughs> oh, my God. That's that what was... happened in the book. That was that was supposed to be what Episode Seven was, but they moved on yeah. from that, too. Um, uh, Bob, there was some reports, or some... I don't know if reports is even the right word, but apparently Dave Filoni was being very dodgy about uh, Hayden being in the Ahsoka show. So... That leads me to believe it probably yeah, would be something well, significant. They were dodgy about who was playing Thrawn in the Ahsoka show, where they're like, "Oh, I don't know." Well, yeah, but it was funny to watch, like you know, the entire internet say that it should be like Henry Cavill or something like that for you know three months. <laughs> I love Henry Cavill. <laughs> too dreamy. Once again, too dreamy. Once again, I'll <laughs> I'll blow crumbs out of that dude's mustache all day long. <laughs> but way too big to be Thrawn. <laughs> yeah. Like, Although I don't know what happened with the space whale, maybe all there was to do was just grip it and rip it and just lift weights. It's like being in for prison. six years. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah so he's just like you know what? I'm go- I'm gonna go to the yard again. That's what's happening. But if that's if that was the case, I need to see a before Thrawn, like what we saw in the trailer, and <laughs> then you know Bane Thrawn or whatever he's gonna be called. No, it was that was just more of a shot at the internet for like basically fan casting and Henry Cavill in everything. <laughs> that exists. Well, he's nowadays. wonderful. He like is. I get it. He's a delight. I love the man. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I get it. I understand. I wish his uh, Mission Impossible character were still alive. <laughs> They'll figure out a way. <laughs> it's just one hook in the head. It wasn't even that big of a hook. And a, and a tiny helicopter crash <laughs> after that. Um, and a bomb, I think. <laughs> any any other uh, Star Wars things you want to talk about while while we're here together, bud? <sighs> I love it all. It's been a great year for Star Wars. It has been a great year for Star Wars. I'm delighted by all of it. Yeah. My, my other brother, Rob, told me he had never watched Bad Batch, and I fainted on a podcast we did because watch the Bad Batch already, man. Fainting on a podcast. What a, what a, what a visual that must have been. I know. It, <laughs> hey, it got it killed in the room, okay? I don't think we were recording. It was probably off mic, us goofing off. <laughs> but just the fact someone who loves Star Wars is like, oh, I haven't watched that yet with the Bad Batch when everyone's saying how great it is. <laughs> yeah, but okay. well, I don't know. I was going to say something. Not everyone has as much free time as me, and I don't understand that. Oh, well, I was going to say, I'm also a little concerned that Ryan was so dead inside <laughs> about the death of a character. So, yeah, I know. Him and his sons. What is he teaching them? I don't know. Shaming me at an Orioles game. How dare they? <laughs> Teach them how to feel, Ryan. Come on. <laughs> it was sad. Good soldiers follow Re- orders. Reach out with their feelings. 
Don't be dead you know inside. No, that's like to be true. Yeah, don't be don't be a Sith. Don't be dead inside. <laughs> is there is it possible for for Ryan to be a Sith powered by cynicism? Yes. <laughs> okay, he's working on that, cracking that code, huh? I mean, he's the bane of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting a little too inside baseball here on that. Yeah. We're going too deep for the for the people who don't know who we are. <laughs> yeah, go go read the rule of two. It's awesome. So good. That, that's so the, good. That is in the Essentials Legends. You can get full audio book yeah. versions of those. It's now. so good. The whole trilogy is amazing. Amazing. I wish that guy would do more Star Wars books too. Yeah, uh, he's got his own line of fantasy books out right now. I know he does, but I want him to come back. I know. Well, um, I have a wish list. I also yeah, have a, I know. I also it's, have, it's a lot of people are the same. I, <laughs> I, I also have a list of people who should never be allowed to write Star Wars ever again. <laughs> star by star. Um, no, Star Wars Star is not that. Was Star Wars Star? Star? That was Troy Denning, right? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, questionable. I don't know why that one came. It's, um, no, the courtship of Princess Leia. He's dead. Oh, R.I.P. (laughs) R.I.P. Dave Wolverton. I'm just trying to think of Star Wars books I really didn't like. You skipped a lot of them in the EU because mm. I kind of warned you off a few. I was like, no, no, yeah, so no, you... no, don't do that one. No, no, skip that one. Truth, truth at something. I read that. Truth at Bakura. Uh, yeah. Kathy Tires, I believe, wrote that. Yeah, yeah. That was all right. That had some interesting stuff in it. Yeah, I'm just trying to see how many random, like not in the, the core, not the Han Solo trilogy where like Thrawn showed up for two seconds, but he put on a Star Trooper outfit so he didn't know who he was. So you can walk around Tatooine. <laughs> well, I mean, you're about to get. I mean, well, you're you're rereading the Vong books, so eventually you yeah. get to when Boba Fett shows up and he has hair, which that was that was all you. He has good. hair. No one recognizes him as a clone. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, 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 yeah. that definitely predated a lot of Star Wars stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say, Naminor is so fucking cool. <laughs> Oh dang it! Oh, the you whole did podcast. Oh. Almost made it the whole thing that hurts so bad. Oh, Reagan curse. He's so really, really cool. Nomenor is your spirit animal for some reason, and, oh, and I don't get love it. him. <laughs> love him. All right, buddy. I think we're gonna wrap this puppy up. I, I got, I got nothing else from the celebration for you, and unless we forgot something, which we probably did. I don't know. Probably. Oh, there's going to be a, a, the next uh, the next big Marvel Star Wars comic book crossover is going to be called Dark Droids. I assume it's about like killer murderous droids, which sounds kind of oh. fun. Two episodes. The the Lizzo Jack Black episode. Yeah. They get off their ship and there's a, an R2 unit and a protocol droid in black. Yes. Did you not think they were the equal... I did from the comics. I, I was, was like, <gasps> I was the murder of C-3PO. Yeah, no, I got, yeah, I do hope that I, I was, it's funny. I, I wanted to talk about that on the episode, but I was worried about going down like a rabbit hole of trying to explain yeah, who that is there. for anyone who doesn't know the comics, but yeah, I did. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very cool though. <laughs> Very cool. All right, buddy. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, t- give them all those, uh, vital co- come on. It's so good links you got. Oh, yeah, uh, you can follow us at CozyGpod on Instagram and Twitter, and it's CozyGpod.com for our website. You know, you can find out all the great shows uh, who we is, have going on there. Who is Cozy Stan, by the way? I feel like I missed this. That is uh, one of our super fans. Oh, okay. I'll tell you about off air. <laughs> Perfect. All right. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, buddy. I will. <laughs> oh, anytime. I always love to come. Uh, 
into the Bantha Track Cave or whatever you want to call them over here at MandoVision. Yeah, I think we'll have you back really soon. We'll, we'll probably like wrap up the Mandalorian, maybe some other things. I got a couple ideas. We'll talk. Yeah, let me know what trailers to watch. I'll watch them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> thanks, Ray. Talk to you later. All right. Aboosh! Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. There you have it, Bucketheads. Another stellar episode of the Manavision Podcast is in the books. Thank you so much to our good friend Reagan from the Come On Is So Good podcast and from, you know, just being my bestie in life. Uh, so glad we were able to sit down and talk Star Wars with him, kind of recap everything at Star Wars Celebration. Uh, I think we covered all the bases, but there is anything that we missed that you want us to get into, please hit me up. You know where to find me on the social medias at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. And another reminder to please make sure you're liking, subscribing, following, and sharing this podcast with all the Mandalorians in your covert. <laughs> and another great way to support the show if you're at it, five-star reviews on your favorite podcasting platforms are truly, truly appreciated. So yeah, this has been another Bantha Tracks bonus episode. And I think we have covered everything that was on the list, plus a little extra. Uh, I have big plans. Well, I shouldn't say big. That's a bit of a misnomer. <laughs> but Ray and I are talking about getting together, recapping, oh, excuse me, recapping all of this third season of The Mandalorian. Uh, I have ideas to for he, he and I to have to sit down and kind of go back over some of the, the highs and lows of the Star Wars Expanded Universe. You know, he mentioned he's rereading the, uh, the Uzan Vong series, uh, which, depending on your point of view, is a high or a low, or maybe somewhere in the middle. But, you know, there, there's a lot to get into, and, and uh, there's some good conversation to be had with a co-host in tow. Uh, and Reagan is always ready, willing, and able to talk Star Wars with me, uh, especially since apparently his brothers mock him whenever he does it with them. So he always has a platform here on Mandavision uh, because Bucketheads stick together, and Reagan is uh, the most bucket of all Bucketheads. <laughs> I hope he takes that as a compliment. I mean it is. All right, my friends, let's get out of here. Thank you so much for always listening, for always supporting this podcast. It means the world to me. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, and, and I hope you had a good time listening to, to, to Reagan and I sort of go on and on about Star Wars in, in a way that maybe you're not used to uh, when it's just me doing solo shows. But uh, appreciate the, the listens and the support. You are all the best. Continue to be amazing Star Wars fans. We want to be a welcoming community. We want to be inclusive to everyone and include everyone because Star Wars is for everyone, uh, all times, every aspect, every uh, uh, media platform available is for everyone. Star Wars is something that should bring people together, not divide, uh, and, and the listeners of this podcast know that, and that is, is um, something I'm very privileged to be a part of. So thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me be a part of that with you all. So... We will be back very, very soon to wrap up Season 3 of The Mandalorian. And I suspect we will have a lot to talk about next week. It's going to be intense and epic and everything you want it to be. So, let's close out this podcast tonight. And you know we can only do that one way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs>